everybody, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Uh, we have a corporate update today from a company that I not only have been uh, buying shares of, but will also be coming in as a sponsor of Mining Stock Daily and happy to share that. And that's Aurelius Minerals, and I'm happy to be joined by the CEO of Aurelius Minerals, Mr. Mark Ashcroft. Mark, uh, it sounds like you're on the land there in Nova Scotia. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Um, oh. I'm back in Ontario, but we were there last week. Yeah, last week we were there. Okay. Uh, can you tell us about, there was a little bit of, you, you were handed an exemption to get on the property there in Nova Scotia. Was this all due to kind of COVID-related travel restrictions? Yes. So we have in uh, in Eastern Canada, they have what's called the uh, Atlantic Bubble, which allows free, free travel between Prince Edward Island, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and New Brunswick. So if you're outside of those provinces, you have to quarantine and self-isolate for 14 days once you arrive. So we put uh, we put in a proposal with a very strict COVID protocol, and um, we were granted uh, an exemption as essential workers, as mining engineers and geologists. And so three of us were able to attend the site with the local crews, having to socially isolate and the like. But we were able to do a physical inspection and make sure you know see the underground because we hadn't been there since we actually closed on the transaction. So yeah, we um, we were able to get in there and we spent three days and then we returned to Ontario Thursday night. Oh, very good. Uh, you put out some news this morning uh, announcing that uh, you're going to commence the initial 10,000-meter drill program at the Aureus Gold Project there in Nova Scotia. Uh, walk us through uh, this drill program and why it's just really significant for this project. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's significant because it's it's the next step beyond the fortune, the good fortune we had of, of uh, you know, discovering that almost 2,500 meters of, of, of historical core um, that we've, we've managed to release one hole. We're hoping to release some additional holes in, in short order, but you know, we, we've been able to see, um, how and where mineralization is hosted, uh, has been historically outside of the generally accepted geological model. So that really has helped us fine tune our planning. And so, uh, you know, we're going to do 10,000 meters in total. The split right now today is about 6,000 for underground and, and about 4,000 for the surface over at the West. The reason for that is that we, we do dr- uh, shorter, um, shorter uh, uh, drill rods uh, in the underground environment. So the productivity is uh, a little slower. So, um, but, but the advantage to being underground is we're already 165 meters uh, closer than we are from surface. So we, we pick up, some um, some some advantages there, and uh, we get to position ourselves more relative to uh, where we hope uh, to see and find uh, additional saddles. So, uh, six thousand meters of underground drilling at Aureus East. It sounds like that's uh, ready to go immediately. But you talked about in the news release uh, once final approvals are received, you will concurrently go with four thousand meters of surface drilling. Uh, what kind of approvals do you need to get before you begin the surface drilling, there, Mark? Uh, yeah, there are some. Um, there are um, some portions of the drilling that are on crown land. So, uh, crown land is is you know federal lands. So we or, or provincial lands. That's that's the crown refers to the, the queen in in, in Canada. <clears throat> so it means it's government property. So we've just got to get a, a clearance from them. It's just an additional step, but it means we have to ensure that you know there aren't uh, that certain um, boxes are ticked. Uh, as opposed to being on private land where we still have all, uh, we, we still have certain uh, environmental concerns we have to be uh, aware of, but we just don't have the same rigor and protocol. So 
it it is uh it's things like um uh what's the word i'm looking for um vegetation you know are, are there any particular types of veg- that kind of stuff so you know we just we've sort of done that we've we've taken a look at the program and we um you know we've submitted it now and i i don't i don't foresee any any uh hurdles in fact the surface drill is there at at site waiting to be uh put you know put on um put on the west yeah just waiting for the ink on the paper to dry so pretty much well i don't yep. even know if it has to dry it just has to make it to the paper <laughs> very good um hey before i want to get into kind of the this uh I don't know if you call it hidden core, but it was on assayed core uh, that you had. You shared the latest, uh, most recent results from that. I want to get to that in just a few minutes. But before we get there, I mean, just for people who maybe are not familiar with Aurelius Minerals and the Aureus Gold Projects and kind of your, uh, you know, what you're doing differently with this than what previous operators and owners did, uh, talk about define, refine, and re-engineer and where previous owners uh, maybe were not successful, successful, but you're going to put a different approach and strategy to building this thing out. Yeah, I mean, I think the key thing, um, and certainly what we know now, um, you know, even even a couple of weeks after we put that first, uh, you know, the, the release out, is that we're not convinced that there was a a great understanding of, of the geology. And, and when I say that, not just the rock types, but even the mineralization and where the mineralization was hosted. And, and, you know, that's sort of evident in, in the, the in a hole that we did release uh, hole uh, 111, uh, you know, it was drilled 122 meters from surface. Um, you know, it, it had sat in that core box uh, from 2010 and, uh, you know, we, we, we assayed it and we found 65 grams over 2.1 meters, um, you know, in, including, you know, 479 grams over, you know, 0.3 meters. So, you know, that was kind of interesting. And that was only at 55 meters of depth. And then there was another almost eight grams, 7.9 grams per ton of gold over, you know, 0.7 at 81 meters. And, and that, some of that was actually in, what was traditionally considered waste material. Hmm. So it wouldn't have even, been, you know, it, it's not like they, they looked at it and said, ah, you know, there's a little bit of sulfide and mineralization here, probably not enough. So we assayed the, the, the whole section and saw some phenomenal numbers that they would not have even associated with gold historically. So we have the advantage also of what um, Atlantic gold had done. And Atlantic gold was, taken out by St. Barbara Mines last July for $800 million Canadian because they reevaluated the occurrence. And we're on the same uh, geological structure called the Maguma trend. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we're just, we're just able, we have the advantage. We have the advantage of benefiting from other people's work and applying it here. And, And that's what we intend to do. So the, I mean, the 65 grams per ton gold, excellent grade, obviously the width's just over two meters. Um, is this basically sound for, uh, you know, wits that other operators have been getting through their drilling exploration along the same trend? Well, I think what's, I think what's, you know, most compelling to me is that the other thing is that, you know, in, in us, in, in, um, Nova Scotia, they traditionally always viewed these as high grade underground, you know, narrow vein operations and, 
And, you know, I, I come from an underground mining background, but, you know, when you see grades like this at, you know, only, you know, 50 meters of depth, 55 meters of depth, and then, you know, eight grams at, you know, relatively, you know, narrow at 0.7 at 81, but that's the first drill hole we pulled out of a box that it hadn't been sampled or seen. So, uh, you know, I mean, what does it say to me? It says, listen, man, there's, there's certainly an opportunity to investigate, you know, open pit starters, you know, starter pits. Um, and, and, and that's like, that's, that's based on what Atlantic gold managed to do. That's what Atlantic gold has done. They just identified mineralization throughout the hole so that what would have traditionally been waste carries gold and it, you know, it covers its, you know, covers its cost. Um, so that you get the advantage of the high grade intervals. So, um, yeah, it's um, certainly it's certainly exciting uh, for us to see that, and and that's where we talk about define, refine, re-engineer, define additional resources, refine those into reserves, and re-engineer the extraction method, whether it's a modify modification to underground processes or maybe even looking at open pit, and and that's 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 the opportunity here. And I think you have what uh, a dozen or fifteen more of this uh, core that was stacked away that uh, is waiting to be assayed? Yeah, I think it was, uh, um, uh, we found 1,600 meters. So yeah, it's probably, I think it's probably about uh, 12 or 13 holes from the west and then uh, probably another... 1100 meters from the east mine and that is you know that's probably so it's so probably you know six or seven from there i could be wrong but uh mm-hmm. on the exact number um oh there sorry i've just found it uh I, i'm wrong eight holes um for 200 640 meters from 2009 and then we found about 17 holes half of that so yeah so we've got about i'd say 16 holes from the west campaigns of 2009 2010 okay. yeah and will these yeah. holes basically be able for you to help i mean you, you know redefine the geology of it and get a fresh look i mean you obviously know where these holes came from and and what type of uh, shape it can provide you with estimating a, uh, further resources yeah, so so we're able, to, we, you know, we have located um, the collars and the coordinates, so we we know where those holes came from, and and we can utilize them in our, you know, in our resource modeling on a go forward basis. Um, so that certainly helps, but you know, it's this is like this is like the free opportunity because we're able to uh, identify issues and, and, you know, other things we've, we've, we've learned just in doing our sampling protocols, which, you know, we've learned from what Atlantic gold did, um, is that, is that, you know, you, you've got your regular sort of assay programs. And then when you hit a certain grade, you go into fire assay and then you do metallic screenings. And, and typically from a cost savings perspective, everybody runs the cheapest sort of assay protocols and then uh you know if if something triggers it then they do a more expensive one and and i think what we're seeing is that we're having to do more fire assay because of the more coarse nature of the mineralization so these these holes present us with and that's it it does take longer and that's why we're still waiting Mm -hmm. on you know an additional assays because 
um, you know, 122 hole meters wasn't a lot to sample. You know, two or three holes is, is certainly more lengths of more samples. Um, but but we're certainly learning how we should be assaying um, this this information. And you know, it's a classic example of saying, ah, well, let's go on the cheap on this. Uh, you know, we didn't find anything, and and the the reality was they actually missed the gold because they didn't do the proper. Take, you know, undertake the proper assaying procedures. So that's another advantage we're taking right now is we're making sure we design our, you know, protocols and procedures to make sure we maximize, you know, our dollar spend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the Aureus Gold Project certainly is uh, very exciting. Lots happening there. Uh, you did quickly mention in this morning's press release uh, that uh, Aurelius continues its some geological compilation work at the Tangier and Forest Hill projects. Uh, can you provide us a quick update on what exactly that means there? <laughs> so we actually have, um, so we inherited when, with our acquisition, we actually inherited a community hall. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. A beer hall? A beer hall, Mark? Well, believe it or not, there are two five-pin bowling lanes in the basement. So, um, <laughs> like, it was a true, like, it's a true community hall in the biggest sense of the word um and there, you know there is a little area where they would have had a you know a, a, a kitchen and bar and it's still set up it's just obviously not staff but or, or beer service but in that when you walk into that community room it is like walking into the old archives there are reams and reams of paper diagrams and studies and reports and compilations um, going back to you know the 80s for both Tangier and Forest Hill because they were they were owned by the same ownership at, 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 a, at a point in time, and then if you go back to the old uh, core storage, there's a there's an enclosed shack, and we opened the door and and you could barely squeeze in because there's just historical core that's been stored there. So what we you know what we're doing is we're we're starting at Tangier first. We have a very uh, competent um, uh, mid-level geologist who will be starting September 8th and her job will literally be to sort through this stuff, remove the duplicates and then try to understand and interpret what that information is, put it into a, a database and then, you know what, let's get uh, let's get some um, text to start pulling core boxes out of the um, out of that shack that, you know, are still sealed or you know, haven't been sampled and let's figure out where we can relate those and see what we can, we can find. And, and there's a lot of core from Forest Hill there as well. Some is sampled, some is not sampled. So, um, again, like it really is, it really is mining, you know, mining the, the, the banker's boxes, the, you know, the vault of information that we have, um, in order to try to understand using modern applications, databases, three-dimensional modeling, and then we can, you know, certainly design a more advantageous exploration program to, to, to penetrate with our own diamond drills. Uh -huh. So that's really what that means. That, that means like it's literally someone going in and f flipping papers and, and assembling that data and then putting it into a usable format. Uh, First that's, principles. Uh, that's, that's incredible history there. I mean, from unassayed core to bowling lanes, I mean, you, you got a really exciting site visit ahead of you for when things starting to open up here, Mark. <laughs> well, you know the, the luxury of having um, the luxury of having the uh, Aureus East mine on on standby care and maintenance means you have 
both a miner and electrician. If I'm not wrong, one of the bowling lanes needs some electrical work. So we've already got, <laughs> we don't even have to contract that out. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a workaround. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Hey, Mark, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, congratulations on getting this uh, uh, drilling campaign up and running. Exciting times for the project. And we look forward to sharing the news once those uh, results are released to the market. Well, great. Thanks very much, Trevor. And, you know, we're on that path to production and anybody wants further information, feel free to visit our website and uh, follow us on Twitter. All right. That's the CEO of Aurelius Minerals, Mr. Mark Ashcroft. Aurelius trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol AUL and also on the OTC markets with AURQF.